The Discussing Network presents Discussing Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I am Kyle Jones, and I want to return to form and say, welcome back first, Lee Shackelford. Lee, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Intrigued to be talking not about an episode, but about a bit of uh, a bit of Who news. Who, 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 who indeed. Uh, should it merit the spoiler warning? Hmm. You know what? Considering the fact that I love to do the spoiler warning, well, I'm going to say, if you have not heard all of our introduction, keep listening. Don't put us on pause. But because I love the spoiler warning and want to play it twice from this moment forward, spoilers. 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 Alrighty, the first of two spoiler warnings have gone out, and I am back to say, welcome back, Clarence Brown. Mr. Brown, how are you? I'm doing well, and as always, glad to be on with you guys. Here to talk about the next Doctor, Will Wheaton. Mm. Mm -hmm. And if you get that, uh, you should subscribe to Discussing Track. Discussing Track.com. (laughs) Yes, DiscussingTrack.com. So, gentlemen... I think it would be important for me to say at this moment, if you have been hiding under a rock, and if you have, trust me, that's your choice. It's okay. Hide under the rock as long as you want. But if you have been hiding and you're just coming out and you have not seen recent Doctor Who news, put us on pause, go out, go to Google, come back, because from this moment forward, spoilers. Spoilers. Affirmative. Spoilers. Spoilers? What spoilers? And I killed Sparky, too. (laughs) Alrighty, the second of two spoiler warnings have gone out. I should, no, I'm not going to do it, but maybe I should have gone to 14 spoiler warnings because guess what? We have the name of the doctor, the 14th doctor. Shuti Gatwa is the 14th doctor. Gentlemen, Lee Shackelford, you first. What say ye? Um, I, I've got an open mind. I don't know anything about him, except that he's really good looking. So I was hoping that name is pronounced cutie. But uh, <laughs> uh, even, even Wikipedia gives you a good uh, uh, fanatic, and it is Shuti Gatwa. So we'll all learn to say it. He is Rwandan Scottish. There's a combination for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, but for people who have not seen the picture, this makes him the first black actor to lead the series. When I saw the announcement about him, it was on somebody's post on Facebook and they had headed it. This may have been you, Kyle. I can't remember. Uh, And the fandom flame out begins now. (laughs) No, that wasn't me. Uh, That wasn't me. I think I said maybe it's about time or something like that. But there you go. So Clarence, what say ye? I'm excited about it. I don't know much about this actor. I've only seen him in one episode of this show called Sex Education on Netflix. So, yeah, it's uh, going to be exciting. I just hope he's fun. I hope the energy is there. And I hope the direction of the show, um, of course, is going to lean on him. But I hope the direction of the show aids in his performance and not distracts or detracts from it. I'm interested in that. And I want to come back to that. But for me... I have seen him in episodes of Sex Education. 
I will admit that I saw it on, but I was not paying a lot of attention to it or paying a lot of attention to it as it was on. So I was aware of him as an actor. I do remember seeing one episode and there was a shirt that his character was wearing. And for some reason, it reminded me of Joe Martin's doctor outfit on the current incarnation mm. under Chibnall. And I remembered thinking, hmm, he, mm, he might. Mm, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. And then I wondered no more, literally, and forgot about it until about 6 30 Sunday morning I'm getting gas on my way to see my parents and I look down and the news 14th doctor yeah I will say this I have been watching a lot of his interviews not necessarily his interviews surrounding the Doctor Who casting which I have watched what little bit there there are but I have been watching just interviews that he's done in general over the years, and these are my two biggest takeaways. Number one, he has a lot of energy, but not like overly energetic, but just seemed to be genuinely energetic, but he is also genuinely funny. Yeah, yeah. And I had just been listening <laughs> to our review in which I was complaining about the fact that uh, I think... Uh, regardless of her other many, many gifts. That's just not one of Jody's. Uh, uh, this will be gratifying. Lee, let me ask you this. When you see an actor of color, number one, and you see an actor who, you know, everyone's assuming that because he's in sex education, that he is 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. But if people will look him up, they will see he's about to turn 30. So he's not young. He's actually older than Matt Smith was. But hmm. what would you imagine? And Clarence, I want to ask you the same thing. But what would you imagine is in possibly RTD's mind right now as you're casting the first man of color as the doctor, but you're going again to a younger actor as the doctor thoughts um, a little cynical maybe but i know that um there are well there's there's what you call the the quadrant theory of film production and casting and everything that there's males over 25 females over 25 males under 25 females under 25 and those if you can come up with something that uh, lights up all four of those quadrants, then you've, you know, you've got a guaranteed hit. It's part of the Pixar formula mm. that, that they think that way about all of their projects. Is a man over 25 going to like this? Is a, is a, a, a woman under 25, you know, is, is this, is a little girl going to like this? You know, I don't know why 25 is the break on those things, but that seems rather arbitrary to me. I can see them sort of sitting down with a bunch of people, and having auditions and the person who really blows you away in the audition, obviously that's, you know, there's your winner. If you can justify them in terms of audience and, you know, they, they always like to tell the story about Matt Smith coming in and then just, they, they just didn't let him go from the audition because they were all fascinated by the fact that he seemed so young and so old at the same time. So with Shooty, they've gotten some kind of vibe like that. But, you know, they also have to back up and say, okay, we're about to take a big step here. Do we think audiences will accept a black doctor? 
you know, never mind the fact that we in this room all think it's time, but we have to figure out, you know, the show is kind of on the bubble right now because BBC is being reappraised as an institution. <laughs> you know, are we, are we going to help sink the boat or are we going to help, are we going to help uh, raise the Titanic here or whatever? So, you know, I know that those conversations have to have been had. And there's something about Shooty that has just made them Shooty, I think. I think that, that somehow they've said, no, he ticks all the boxes. This is going to be great. Clarence, what about you? And specifically, I want to address, you know, you're looking at it from a different perspective, perhaps, than what we are in the sense of you are now represented Whereas we took for granted that the doctor looked like Lee and I, you now have a doctor of color that will be a male doctor of color, no disrespect to Joe Martin, as the lead, as the ongoing lead. Thoughts? I would want to say that because of to the core of, of what or who the doctor is, it shouldn't matter. You know, that that's the easy thing to say. It shouldn't matter if it's a man or a woman. Uh, or whatever race the doctor is, it should not matter. If the audience who follows and loves the doctor believes in the principles and everything that doctors stand for, it shouldn't matter. That's what I say. But <laughs> I'm also saying that, huh, when Tony Whitaker came around, there were a bunch of people that said, no, no more doctor. This is, this, no, the doctor can't be a woman. Even people that know. And I feel like it may be a little less of that now, only because I believe, thank God, that Jody Whitaker softened some of the blow in that aspect. Yeah. Even though I feel like there will be a vocal minority, I, I do feel like it's going to be a lesser of a, a of a crowd that's going to be against Shooty as as this black man, Shooty as the doctor. Again, I hope the doctor is written where it doesn't matter. But it, of course, it is going to matter. The good thing we do have what Kyle said, he's almost 30, but he seems to be young in spirit. <laughs> he already has a and I don't know how big his following in is. I don't know how big he is in the UK, but there is a demographic of people who know who, who he is because of the show Sex Education. So I think if he can manage to win over the older crowd, which I think he can do by just stepping in and showing some amazing acting chops, which I think he can, you know, I think he has the potential to do. So I'm excited about where it can go. And I feel like we just need a few good episodes early on to win the crowd over. And, you know, Bob's your uncle. You know, here's something that I noticed from watching his interviews. You know, I've seen Jody Whitaker talk about Doctor Who and I've, you know, specifically the San Diego Comic-Con that they did previously where they were talking, of course, about flux coming, et cetera, and so forth. And she was genuinely excited. And she was, you know, we commented about how she and Mandip Gill were just so excited about what they had done, et cetera. But I'll be honest, maybe I just connect with him differently than I did with her. But I just am for the first time in a long time excited about Doctor Who more than anything. And I think that is maybe because of him, maybe because of RTD, but I'm just excited and I like having that excitement again. Yeah, for me, even with Jodie Whittaker, I was always on board with her. I 
felt the excitement that they that she had at the Comic-Con. I felt that excitement. I was all for what the potential of what a Jodie Whittaker doctor could be. Now, when it came to the writing, I, I, I feel like you had wins. You had losses in there with some of the some of the stories. So um, I don't know. I hope we'll look back at her era at the Chibna era and, and not be as harsh on it as sometimes we are. But I don't know. I just think with, you know, RCD coming back in, it's 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 going to be amazing. And hopefully our hope we don't have the bar up a little bit too high. I read or actually, I think I heard an interview where RTD said this, and it really hit home, Lee, when you said earlier about the thing that when Matt Smith came in, where they were all so fascinated, and maybe this is just something that producers say when they choose an actor, but it was basically said that they had had a strong contender of who they were going to choose. And one of the last people, if not the last people or person that came in was Shuti. And he did his audition. They were blown away and said, you're our choice. Mm. That to me says, yes, you may be funny, but you had something tells me you had to be given material that was, yes, funny. Did you have comedic timing? But maybe can you pull off? Can you handle those weighty doctor moments. And I think RTD knows how to do that. It was his choice to start us off with Christopher Eccleston, who I think is, can be genuinely funny. And uh, boy, when he goes dark, he's, he's way down there. And I, I believe that utterly. So that range to me is part of why we have Doctor Who today, because uh, of what Chris, what Eccleston was able to do. I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm, I, what I'm hearing is that that we may be uh, uh, have that in store for us again as well, which is great. I, I follow David Gerald on uh, Facebook, and I was interested in his his thoughts about these things. He's enjoying being a grumpy old man, for one thing. <laughs> but uh, he he said that the stupidest conversation that he had seen about this was a woman complaining that the new doctor is a man again, and hmm. he said because he was saying that was stupid because she's totally missing the point that a whole other minority is finally getting center stage. And he goes <laughs> on to say, the doctor doesn't have to be any specific thing. The doctor can be anything. That's the point they're making as I understand it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good, a really good point. Gerald likes to say that, that we are judgment machines. Humans are, you know, whatever we see, we judge. And he mm-hmm. said, as I understand it, enlightenment is about giving up judgment on all the things that you can't affect. But for example, my opinion on the constellations is irrelevant, you know? (laughs) So when it comes to the choice of a new doctor, it's not something I can affect. So I don't judge it. I wait for the new episodes to see where the story goes. Mm. And I I thought, wow, yep, you nailed it for me. That's, that's how I feel. Just, yeah. What, what are the stories going to be? Let me ask you guys, what type of stories would you like to see for this doctor? And this is an open-ended question. I mean, it, you know, it doesn't have to be a genre. It can be however you want to interpret and answer that yeah. question. What yeah. type of stories would you like to see with this doctor? Clarence, why don't you go first? Uh, for me, I would just say, wow me. You know, if, mm. if I was good enough to come, come up with a Doctor Who story, I'd probably be writing it. <laughs> but, but wow me. But I, what I think the interesting thing here is the selection of the companions, I think is going to be is just as interesting as his choice for the doctor. Oh yeah. I, I wonder have they a selected any already, 
And does now making this short choice, does it shift who the companions are? You know, I'm open to anything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to really see how they bring the companions in along with this this new iteration of the doctor and that new dynamic that they're going to have. Hmm. Lee, what about you? What what type of stories would you like to see for this new doctor? Well, I admit to kind of um, steering you in that direction because I wanted you to ask that. Uh, <laughs> because I remember how interested we were in the prospect of putting the doctor, Jody Whitaker's doctor, in situations where breezing into the room and saying, okay, I'm in charge, just flat doesn't work because she's a woman. And, you know, we're at some time in the past where that's just not, and, and sometimes they came close to it, but they just never really dug down into it. And maybe there's a reason why not, but I, I think having a, a black doctor gives you even more opportunity for us to do things in earth's history where people are not ex- accepting him as the leader They're They think he's going to carry their luggage. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of that scene with Bill Potts and the 12th doctor, but just mm-hmm. reversed. That's right. That's right. We've certainly explored that. What happens when, when the, the doctor is not able to just walk into the room and say, uh, everybody relax because, you know, you can look at me and tell that I'm the one who's supposed to be in charge. Mm. And, and, and to try that in a culture where that's not people's built-in expectation. Mm. I, that's, so that's one of the things I want to see. I, I realize that's not a story. That's a situation. But No. But here's a perfect example. One of the wow. one of the things that we really enjoyed from the Chibnall era was the episode Rosa. All three of us liked that that episode. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But imagine had Ryan been the doctor, this version of the doctor, that so changes the dynamic of the story. Right. Yeah. And now I'm thinking about the um, uh, the one that with James the first in it. You know. Mm. The, the doctor yes. ends up in the, the, on the dunking finders. stool because the witch finder. Thank you. Because, uh, yeah, of course she's going to end up on the dunking stool. <laughs> so that, that's one of the times when they really did uh, explore that. And, and real quick, to answer my own question, real quick, I want to say my stories that I want for this doctor is I want to go away knowing an opinion of who I think this doctor is, whether I say, oh, he's as great as fill in the blank, or I like him as equal, or I like him more, or whatever. I want to have a strong knowledge, and that's one of the things we've said recently in previous episodes. I asked the question, describe the 13th Doctor. Clarence, you said fam, which to me is not a characteristic. I want to be able to say He's hilarious. He's moody. He's sarcastic. He's whatever. But I want to be able to go away from the stories knowing who I have an opinion of who I think this doctor is. Yeah. Boom. He's a short guy, too. I just looked it up. He's only 5'8", <laughs> which is fine. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> just interesting. Knowing how tall Matt Smith and all those others were. I don't think Matt Smith was as tall as David Tennant. Well, of course, we know Jenna Coleman was short. Still is. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh, was short. David Tennant yeah. is 6'1". Six, uh, Matt Smith is six foot tall. Ah, okay. It doesn't matter. I just looked it up, yeah. guys, because I was curious. Yeah, three inches. But you know what? You could be three feet, and if your personality lands you, 
it doesn't matter. It doesn't That's matter. true. One thing I want to mention real quick, I'm just free thinking here because I don't have any notes other than I knew I wanted us to talk about this. One of my favorite things that I saw on Sunday was a tweet and an Instagram from the doctor's daughter, Georgia Tennant, also known as Mrs. David Tennant, and the daughter, real daughter of Peter Davison, and her tweet said, hello, dad. Loved it. <laughs> hello, dad. Yep. Yep. Read that as you will. Have you seen the one from Sylvester McCoy? Yes, but tell us about it. Uh, I, I love him so much. But he, he, he's doing a welcome aboard, and this is the kind of thing that you can expect. And it's this is so typical of his sense of humor. He's put his camera down on the floor and stood in a room with a rotating ceiling fan. So, so he's blocked himself with the camera. I know he did this on purpose. So that it looks like the, the fan blades are whirling around his head. Uh, it's, it's just a very comical image, and because he's a... A great clown. I know he did that on purpose. But so with this ludicrous thing going on, he's saying, you know, welcome, Judy, you're to the to the family, to the brotherhood of doctors. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a lovely thing. So I encourage people to go out and look for that. But so before we kind of wrap up, because literally and for this episode, I wanted this to be quick. I wanted us just to talk about this, give our thoughts, because literally all we know is we have a name of the actor portraying this. One of the coolest things that I've seen from him that he's said since he was named as the doctor was, he said something to the effect of, I may only have one heart, but I'm going to give all of that heart to this show. Mm -hmm. Cool beans. So gentlemen, any other thoughts that you have on this casting before I just kind of close us for this episode. I, I have not seen him in anything at all. A couple of people advise me, that's good. You know, don't, don't, uh, you know, c uh, create any uh, expectations or anything. You know, you, you've got a blank slate right now. Just keep it that way. And I, and I, I hope that I can. Some people have said that uh, his role on sex education is so, uh, so potty mouth that they just can't imagine him being the doctor. Well, <laughs> go look at some other films of, uh, Peter Capaldi, and uh, you'll you'll be amazed. So, because because people said the same thing about him. They said Peter Capaldi, really on a on a kids show. So, yeah, it's gonna be fine. I'll just add on what what Lee said. That show was rather raw. So I I just saw one episode and didn't continue watching because I just noticed it wasn't kind of what what my cup of tea. But I'm anxious to see what he does because again. I really don't have much expectation or not expectation, but much preconceived notion of what he is as an actor. I relatively have not seen him in anything. And looking at his IMDb, looks like sex education is the biggest or the most work he has out there as far as uh, acting. So, yeah, I'm just down for, you know, this person that is, is not unknown, but still relatively new to see what, what he does. The best way I think I could end it, we talked a minute ago or earlier in this episode about, you know, his social media or his his being known. Clarence, you just mentioned it. One of the interviews that I watched said that he and some of his castmates were in the U.S. doing you know promos for the series the series landed first season first episode he said when he got on the plane he had around maybe four or five hundred 
Instagram followers, I believe. When he got oh, off wow. the plane, he had <laughs> 700,000. Wow. So, wow. It, and that yeah. was first episode, first season. There's four seasons now. And I think I'll end. Is this going to give Doctor Who more exposure? Everybody that I work with knows that I am a Doctor Who fanatic. They, that's part and parcel of working with me. They know that. And one of the people that I work with messaged me Monday morning and said, oh, I am so excited. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. why? And she said, you have a new doctor. And I said, oh, yes, you know, they named the new doctor yesterday. And she said, yes, I absolutely love him. I'm so excited. He's going to be great. She's a fan of that show and she knows him. Right. She's a fan of that show. She knows him. But my point of where I'm going with this is, this is somebody that might now turn in to be a, or tune in and be a Doctor Who fan watching Doctor Who, no matter how much I've talked about it, all because she thinks he's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, yep. positivity, positivity, positivity. This is something that we've not done in a long time, and I want to do it really, really quick. If there is something else that you are watching right now that you would like to share with the audience, what are you watching? Clarence, I'll start with you. What are you watching? I could say Star Trek, but I want, I will say, um, I'm a survivor lover. I love that show. <laughs> That's my guilty pleasure. So I've been yeah. watching a lot of survivor. Don't judge me. <laughs> I won't vote you out, but what I will do is I will ask Lee Shackelford, Lee, what are you watching? Well, since Clarence won't say it, I will say that uh, my <laughs> wife and I just uh, we binged uh, the current year of Picard the other day, uh, the other night, and uh, I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed that. I've always had ambivalence about Q, and you know, without spoiling things, I'm really, really glad. Uh, I, I really was happy about uh, Q yeah. in this story, and um, I've always admired John Delancey as an actor. It's just sort of the whole notion of Q has always bugged me. And uh, yeah, this is what that needed. And uh, I just thought that was that was really lovely. And we have the first episode of Strange New World. So um, and as a lifelong fan of Captain Pike and of his enterprise, I am uh, just over the moon about all of that. And the return of episodic Star Trek. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Just uh, just fabulous. So, yeah, I'm having a good time in the Star Trek universe right now. So that's what I'm watching. So for me, the things that I have been watching lately, I am waiting for the entire 11th series to land on BritBox before I begin watching it. But the 11th series of Death in Paradise is now in the United States on BritBox. But I have been watching the Murdoch Mysteries on Hulu. And I started about three weeks ago, and now I'm in the third season. So... That is what I have been watching, what I've been doing on my proverbial downtime. So for everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed. We hope you're excited as we are about the naming of the 14th Doctor. Let us know what you think. And as always, we will be back next time. You've been listening to the Discussing Network. Find out more at DiscussingNetwork.com. 